This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host, Frank plays Sticky, Alex plays Graucom McGruff, and Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Uh, previously on Dungeon Not Included, we had gone to the planet Yol in order to pick up some technology from a species of large sentient insects that are actually technology adverse. We had gone, taken this big elevator down to uh, pick up the cargo and there a storm came in. So we hid inside of a hut with some very friendly locals. And before I left, before we left, I was handed a uh, religious text from the Yolanites, which uh, has proven to be very interesting. Cool. So you are uh, bringing this up back up to your ship. The uh, It's this weird sort of wooden technology. Uh, the technology is all hidden away in wooden cabinets and uh, looks all very organic. The place that you're delivering, this supposed to deliver this to, is a giant ship building port called Armada Works, which is the uh, premier shipbuilding port in the uh, frontier zone. Uh, stick. So the next stop is to take this to our motor works. Do we have any idea how far that is or what the, how long our journey is going to be from here to there? Well, I'm already bored. So this is going to be very long. Uh, but if you're talking about like actual time instead of stick time, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to ask San. San, can you, uh, let us know how long this trip's going to be and, uh, how insufferable I have to be? You can just not be insufferable. But I will tell you the measured length of time that it's going to take. And for that, I'm going to do a piloting roll. I should probably log into roll 20, shouldn't I? <laughs> that might help. Uh, I rolled a four, so pretty good. Wait, wait. If Brennan isn't logged in and we all rolled eights on yeah, no, a yeah, bunch of stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, we got a 12. He that can was amazing. read the how... backlog of the chat. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do that. He's already <laughs> phoning it in. Look at him. He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a four? Yeah. Yeah, you can get your, your ship to Armada Works in about a week. It's going to take about seven days. It's not too bad. We've done. Oh yeah, bad. yeah. That's a problem for everyone. Uh, it's that's a that's about uh, that's about a two two and a half months worth of sticky annoyingness. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to start uh, a little early, and I'm gonna start by screaming. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Okay. And Son will go to the cockpit and lock herself in. Son, Son are we there yet? Son. <laughs> Son. Mutes her comms. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just try. We haven't we haven't heard much from uh, fan favorite Clippy yet. Uh, or, uh, Flappy, uh, Flappy, Flappy, Flappy. Excuse you. God, hey. you are always getting its he, name wrong. It's really no, in, rude. In all fairness, he said fan favorite, and we all know that he's not actually a fan of this podcast at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Flappy... Wow. Write your letters. I'm going to see if I can get fl Flappy to self-destruct just by talking to it. Really? Get a little hitch hitchhiker's guide in here. You're trying to make the AI depressed is what you're trying yes, to do. Yes, yes. I want to see if the AI will turn itself off. 
just like mute. I've, I'm almost positive I've gotten that to happen on my Google. My Google Home has eventually said, he's probably not talking to me. And just toned <laughs> it down. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> so you're busy talking to Flappy. Yes. And uh, I believe that Flappy got turned on in a way that you couldn't figure out how to turn it off, right, son? Yeah, for a minute. I mean, I've been like, Flappy's been going back and forth wildly, depending on how well my system's role goes, so. Oh, and if I remember correctly, too, if if it, I don't know if this breeds to the depression of Flappy thing, but I'm pretty sure the last, like, six-month haul we did, I had Grelcom basically sitting in there waxing philosophy about good, right and wrong with Flappy the entire ride, so. God. Yeah, that's right. We're, we are basically handing Brennan a ship tries to kill us plotline. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, Sun has never done anything that wasn't on the computer. She hasn't, like, tried to talk it to death, okay? <laughs> like, y'all. You've never done anything wrong ever in your life. Yeah. I know this, and I love me. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think you are, uh, you are equally to blame. Uh, yeah, I'm son sorry. Son I don't absolutely. want an annoying thing telling me how to do my fucking job when I know damn well how to do my job. Now you know what it's like to be a parent. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, you can head on your way towards, uh, Armada Works which lies in an asteroid field in a distant solar system. Mm -hmm. And uh, how is everybody occupying their time during the, uh, the trip apart from sticky who I already know what he's doing. Um, well, Grokum is last time, last long trip we did actually was after Grokum, I believe, got his butt kicked and he spent the whole time practicing with his knife, like frustrated. In there. Oh, right. And I think, yeah. I think this time, because he has this religious text and he's just had a good meal and he's actually feeling pretty good about himself, he's going to spend that couple of that week or so kind of locked away with this new book, um, reading up on this religion. Um, what for those who don't remember, we it, it's a text from a species of um, from the Yolanites who don't believe in or don't believe in the convenience of technology, they're opposed to technology. So, as an engineer, this should be fairly interesting stuff. But Grauka finds this stuff very interesting because he's built his entire life a life that he's not exactly happy with around being pretty good with technology. So uh, I think he's going to sit there and read that for a little while and kind of contemplate some more. Okay. And possibly convince himself that it's a bad idea to be good at technology. We'll, we'll have to wait and see how, how these, <laughs> these proverbs affect him. Or, or <laughs> yeah. So, um, son's going to do what she always does pinky which is try and take over the ai <laughs> uh, make it i just wanted to stop being annoying all right 
So you're going to make another systems check on it while you were flying? Yes. Negative one. Okay. That's great. All right. Do you want to spend a token on that or are you going to let it ride? Uh, I only get one. So I know. Yeah, it's up to you. I'm going to let it ride. <laughs> okay. So about halfway through the trip, you managed to ship, shut the ship down and it comes out of hyperspace in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Can, do I know how to turn it back on? Uh, No. You seem to need Flappy's assistance, but Flappy God. is offline. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to go to the engineering room and get Grokum and say, hey, is there like a mechanical way to turn this thing back on? Or um, There's probably a mechanical way to do it. Uh, it's, you know, you just got to mess around in there for a little while. I storm out of my room and like, guys, guys, I think I did it. <laughs> uh huh. What, what so, like, is that a you know how to fix it, or is that a you might know how to fix it? Oh, I, it's, I'd have to take a look at it. Um, okay. I don't know exactly what what the issue is. We just stopped, so you know, could be one of many things. Um, sure. But well. I would appreciate doing that as quickly as possible. All right. Uh, so Gralcom will uh, go in and uh, he will take a look. And uh, I guess I'll do an engineering roll to see if I can see what's wrong with it. Um, okay. So Sticky, now that you've seemingly successfully committed to convince the uh, AI to kill itself. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I just wanted it to get depressed a little. I didn't think it was serious. Oh, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Uh, I guess I'm. I think I did it. <laughs> no one's corrected me yet. Nice. All right, Graham. Yeah, you can definitely tell that what's happening is that the uh, ship's control system is down. Uh, Luckily, right. life support's still up. So. That's good. So, all right. So, life support is still working. Uh, the ship's control system is down. Now, uh, this is a question for Brennan, because while Graucom probably has an idea about this, Alex doesn't. Um, would this be something that would be a computers-based fix or an engineering-based fix? Because how I go about this next if, or respond to this is going to matter. That's going to matter. Like, is this something that, like, it needs to be coded in order to fix it? Or is this something I can whack with a wrench? and get it going you can't get the control system back going without uh doing some computer work you could get the ship to operate mechanically if you decide to jury rig a mechanical system to do so all right uh so as of right now there we're are, are certain like inefficiencies that will occur oh absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. it's 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 like going from a motorboat to a sailboat and having a having a deal with losing that, yeah, I can I get it. Um, so I can make it, I can get it to move, and but how well it's going to actually, how fast it's going to go, where we want, how accurately it's going to travel, stuff like that's going to be up in the air. Well, the um, nav system is kind of out. So yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so good news and bad news. The good news is, uh, we can get moving. The bad news is, 
I have no idea which way you'd want us to go. How, and I can't actually, I, I mean, I can get us limping. I can move us. But I don't know up, down, left, right, any of the 360 degrees you want to turn us, you, you want us to go. And it's going to need some computer work in order to fix this. I am an engineer, not a computer whiz. Uh, I'm, I know computers a little bit, but I'm afraid I'm going to do more damage than help. Um, I guess, and you, you up and there's nothing around us, right? There's nothing within view that maybe we could limp towards. Right. Yeah. You look out the windows, all you see is stars. Okay. Um, we need some sort of nav. Uh, we, or, or, or at least, I, I guess how how would constellations work? I guess they wouldn't, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and, it's hard because there's constellations, but then there's relative position to the constellations exactly, exactly, and moving exactly. both vertically and laterally, and too many directions. See, so that would t require a science check of some kind to. Oh. Uh, let me see what my science is. I don't think I have it. Well, can can I can I, I throw out? Can I try and convince you that I could try something? <laughs> I would I would like to throw this out as an option to the GM. I have survival. Would being able to at least get a basic idea of some basic constellations be a, something that you would use for survival for? Like if you were like I would argue on Earth in real life, if I were trapped in the woods and I had a stat called survival, part of that would be to be able to find the North Star constellations and get general re relative direction. If I roll high enough on survival, could it would it be reasonable to expect one of these people that uh, Grauka might recognize something? Um, would that be totally unreasonable as a survival? <laughs> no, I'll allow that. Uh, I, I mean, I expect it's got to be good. It can't just be a, like a one. But no, no, it's going to be much more difficult than it would be with science. And this okay. wouldn't be easy with science to begin with. So, can I take the roll and see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got a one. <laughs> so you got a I, one. I recognize there are stars. I do see stars. <laughs> so we have a copy of those star charts, right? Like a drive, or is it just in our systems? It's in the system, which is down. Which is down. Yeah. If we had like a flash drive with it, I had an idea, but we don't. So. No, you've never had to have us. You you have actually you do have that disc with that. Uh, the super corrupted copy. Oh. Yeah. Or Ooh. oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, and I assume we have, like, handheld devices of some kind, right? Yeah, you that can even could... plug it into the ship's computer and, and view it. Yeah. It's just that it's not, the ship's systems are just not working. Yeah. Normally, we have a very smart AI that does the sciencing for us. But yes, we turned yes. it off. <laughs> but if we have the star chart oh yeah and... i'm a scientist i can figure it out just give me the encyclopedia i'll figure it out yeah put it up. <laughs> i could and... I could, I could commit i could do surgery if i've got a visible man <laughs> let's do this i did plan the course so i know the general path we're on so could i possibly like try and search on here to see where it lines up 
You could possibly do that. What would that be? Uh, I'm going to say this would be, since you're trying to do hand calculations again, it's science. Science, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a hell of a lot easier using this than it would be looking out the window, though. I'll tell you that. Yes. Well, let's see what happens. Negative one again. And <laughs> oh, I sure do love a. Uh, can uh, we have two crew pool or still just one? You still have one. One. Would y'all be cool with me using crew pool on this? Well, okay. Before you, before I you only do, have, I only I have know. one fate point. So, so a, if I use both of them, that can get me to a three. Sure, absolutely. But here's the question, Red. Mm-hmm. With the with what we're going to get out of this crew pool point for in terms of information, do you think it's enough to risk not having that crew pool for anything else on this trip? Because I mean, if if we're, if I'm we're just, just gonna to, say, like, yeah. I only have one fate point, and I'm gonna spend sure. that first, right? But I doubt a one is gonna be enough. Brennan, can I verify that? Yeah, verify. I w- you can verify that one will not be enough. Yeah, so I need crew pool if I'm going to do this. Or we can just fudge this role and say no. I, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's totally... I'm cool with you using it if you want to, but to lo- for you to lose your one point and for us to lose this crew point before we've even gotten to our next location, because we don't refresh this stuff usually until after we've finished a mission. That's how we've been playing it so far. We may have a lot more to go before this is over. Well, I can refresh my personal fate points by being a dumbass so that's true that is true and if this is if this situation is going to lend us to anything it's going to be being dumbasses exactly so, you know i think we should wait we should save it for an idea where we have a better uh chance of doing well i think okay. this is already putting us okay. in a bad place can i make a suggestion or graucom's gonna sure. make a suggestion uh so i know that we have a particular computer system attached here that seems to be down. Is it possible that either a backup portion of the AI or the nav systems or any sort of gyroscopic nav is available on any of the the escape pods? Because they have to be able to get to, when we launch them, they have to be able to go somewhere. They just don't go in a straight line infinitely, I believe, right? So they may have something inside them, whether even if it's just like the most basic level of nav we might be able to do something with that they're attracted to the nearest habitable planet so that implies that they have some kind of database we might be able to use so let's see if nothing else we can launch it and follow it yes that's true yeah you could try to patch those into your computer your ship system since it's outer space could we launch? Can we tie a rope to the pod, launch it, and have it tow us to the nearest? We're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're Man. all idiots. Yeah, it's God. like it's, We're it's zero. It's zero gravity. Playing a podcast like, <laughs> on the internet. Podcasting sci-fi game. We don't know how anything. <laughs> if I tie a rope around my friend and I throw him really hard, well, the pod the did launch, and then they're like, "What? It, it's not gonna. There's not no resistance. It's I'm right. I'm 100 on Except board. Don't get me wrong. To, let me say. So how the math works as a physics student in university is that 
the uh, ship has its own propulsion, but you have to get the mass moving of the whole ship. And I don't know that the thrusters on the little escape pods are going to be able to do that. I mean, well, then, they will then eventually, we could, we could, but it'll take we, a while. We could, but we could definitely follow it, though. We could send it out and then follow oh, yeah. it, because I can... Our, I've made it so the ship can limp. I, I We're limping, but the... Uh, so as long as it doesn't go, as long as the pod doesn't go faster than we can go when we launch it. Which we solve by tying it up with a rope. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is so awful. I, let's do it. We could also, uh, is, worst is case too, I mean, here? the other, I guess the other option, if we really wanted to have a crazy adventure in this, is we just get in the pod and abandon the ship. No! You remember <laughs> what happened last time we did that? It we, left yeah, us. We, we got it yeah, back. Flappy That's what happened. navigated like, the ship to the nearest uh, port. And what happens if Flappy suddenly comes back online while we abandon ship? Well, the same thing. Same thing. Exactly. So, we, yeah, so, so exactly. We get let's our ship not back. do that. Like, okay. All right. All right. You're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, would you like to make any comments? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Sticky gets out of the bathroom. What? Who? Stick Who's, the, yeah. Who's the captain? I'm pretty sure Stick knows the deal at this point, too. <laughs> so. That's true. <laughs> I feel like captain is an insult in this group. <laughs> It's like saying you're the one responsible for the screw up this time. You're the captain. Hey, Sticky, Sticky's a captain in the same way Dr. Pepper's a doctor, though. So, like. <laughs> He's a captain the same way Captain Crunch is a captain. In that. He's actually, I think he's like one rank Dude, below Apple a captain because he doesn't, Admiral. Have, he, he doesn't have Admiral enough stripes. <laughs> Vice Admiral, Vice Crunch. Admiral Crunch, it's there. Yeah, it's in the lore. Look it up. Yeah, he doesn't have enough stripes to be captain. Uh-huh. Anyway, right, anyway, so what's the plan? <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> um, I do uh, think a good plan. Uh, if we can't, through engineering alone, remove the brains of one of the escape pods and put it into our. Um, into our ship so that we can go uh, to the nearest inhabitable. Well, actually, I, don't, I think we may be overdoing it. I think if the escape pod just tells us where the nearest habitable planet is, then we can fly there. I don't. I don't know unless we, you know, roll to find out. We did terribly. Um, I think that's a sound enough theory without us having to do anything crazy. Although I am on board for tying a rope around the escape pod. <laughs> but that's what I think we should do. Uh, does that re- uh, it, that sounds like Stick is making a plan, which I'm pretty sure means that we he can roll something and we can get. Uh, don't you have a move for that, so we can like have stuff to use later on this if you make that plan? Yes, I do. Oh, oh my god! We're in a five with command. Yes. Wow. Who's the captain now, bitches? <laughs> oh my gosh okay so what aspects are you putting on this uh i'm going to put on it um 
slow and steady. We're just going to be really careful, which is the opposite of what we've been doing the entire time. Sure. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, find a safe port. Nice. Okay. So we have uh, a couple of aspects that you can use as you're trying to do this uh, ridiculous uh, look up and then go and manually enter things into the cockpit. So, Is that, what kind of role would that be? Just like... Pilot. Okay. Yep. Which Let's you're actually see. good at. Which I'm actually good at for once, yeah. That's a two, and I'll take a slow and steady for a four. Right, and that means that slow and steady is is a free. uh, That's a free invoke, right? Yeah. So. So that puts you at a four. Mm-hmm. And you can indeed find a safe port nearby. It is not on the. It is not a planet. It is a uh, spaceport, which is why you can't see it. All right. Well, that's good enough, and somebody else can fix the system because I don't trust myself to do it. <laughs> Understandable at this point. Uh, so I, I'm going to do what I can to aim the ship. We just keep it limping along the way uh, up until we get to that spaceport. How long do you think I got to keep at this, roughly? Doing this How long days? do you have to keep at it? Yeah, like, I don't know what it's going to take for me to... We, the way I'm picturing it, he's, he's... We basically have got uh, the engine running, and then he's got some sort of makeshift, uh, like, rudder system going, where he's, like, controlling the uh, the flaps on the any sort of part of the wing or the, the tail of the ship. Uh, yeah. Sort of ports. Um, but I'm assuming that he's got to stick with it. It's not something you can just walk away from. Yeah, no, you're limping along. This, yeah. this space station isn't that far away, but it takes you a whole day to get there. Okay. Uh, so that's what sticks. Yeah, that what uh, Grogum's going to do. He's got he's got one hand. Uh, he's got one hand pulling one thing. He's got one foot pulling another, and he's got his book in his hand, other hand, as he's uh, he's reading away while he's doing it. Uh, and he's while this while this sucks, he's getting some uh, he's getting some joy from reading this book and knowing that like what he's doing, where he's using more of his his physical brawn to solve a problem rather than relying directly on the machine is making him a little more at ease. Uh, <laughs> really, uh, he's he's got so he's like he's converted to this. Oh, he's got he's was... absolutely got like he's got phrases going through his head like convenience breeds weakness and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, that accomplishments nice. earned through four limbs and mandibles bring warmth through the thorax, not felt <laughs> by pressing buttons and voicing commands. So, <laughs> so, so he's feeling some warmth in his forearm. Oh, and his, his, his thorax and mandibles are feeling great right now. <laughs> All right. So you come limping into this port. Uh, None of you are particularly veteran space spacers from the uh, frontier zone, so you're not familiar with this place. But the uh, transponder signal, you know, the uh, the 
navigational signal that's coming from it, uh, you can read over the uh, uh, escape pods communications array. Uh, says that it's a uh, it's called telemetry station 067. Uh, telemetry station 067. Does that mean anything to either of you? Uh, you see the kind of backwater place I'm from. I have no idea. Dick? No! <laughs> uh, All right. Well, it may have been a telemetry station at one point. It has a giant communication, like a giant sensor array uh, or a communication array on it. But uh, it looks like it's been converted into uh, living quarters and uh, a spaceport uh, just generally for uh, travelers like yourself. All right. Uh, so uh, the plan, I assume, is to go see if we can't uh, either pay for or barter some work for them to fix our computers. Yeah, so you pull in. Pull in. Uh, so Graucom uh, kind of is screaming up to the top like, am I go to the left, the right? What am I doing? Do tell me when to pull the brake as we're like landing this chip that's been hurtling slowly but he can't see anything he's in the engineering bay with no computers <laughs> that's right so he's so he's just screaming like, the best he can through the pipes yeah sod is like up in the cockpit trying to give you directions while you're doing this yeah oh yeah and it's it's just uh it's a big old mess it is oh oh i want to be in the spaceship dangling from outside this the, the uh the vessel just going a little to the left a little to the right <laughs> the other right <laughs> you're in like the top airlock or whatever uh so do i need to roll anything to bring this in for a landing to like actually not like kill anybody or make um, sure the ship doesn't crash through to sort anything? of see how much finesse you have with it i think this will be actually an athletics check athletics oh gosh yeah. okay and it's a one. Okay. Well, you don't crash it into the station, but it you do scrape it in there pretty bad. That's we've which been is fine. Through I mean, like your we've ship has gotten absolutely. dented up and shot at and stuff already. Yeah, I mean, so. with our ship, our ship being so top of the line, we're probably doing more damage to the station than we are to our own ship going into this thing. It's like a, yeah. it's like how much how much damage does butter do to a knife? You know. <laughs> Uh, so you grind it in, and like the guy who's on the uh, platform is like waving his arms at you. He's a little Tetsuation, who are uh, like they're little slug-like creatures with one big eye, um, and uh, he seems a little distressed at the way that you brought the ship into a landing. But, I wave uh, friendly to him, well aware <laughs> that he's in distress, just not caring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh he tethers the ship down and everything once you're there though so that it's not gonna uh drift away hey sorry buddy uh we got a zealot as a pilot um you know no technology <laughs> that kind of garbage do you know <laughs> do you know where we could find a giant nerd who can fix computers he looks at you with his single giant eye, and uh, he says, uh, 
I'm the mechanic and the uh, systems engineer on this station. Oh, great. Hey, guys, we got a nerd. <laughs> he Come doesn't look happy up. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on up. We got something uh, maybe unique to show you. Do AI oh. ever get depressed? <laughs> yeah, he says uh, no. Huh. All right. Well, here. Yeah, I uh, bring him up to the um, to the to the deck and let him take a look. Okay. Yeah, he seems a bit appalled when he sees all of the uh, stuff that you've rigged up, Graucom. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, uh, besides like the old stuff where like we've ripped doors apart and all that stuff, is right now the the engineering bay has got to be a complete mess. But... Yeah, because you've you've got all these hand systems in yeah. there. So we we lost uh, all nav and we lost pretty much everything except for life support. So I had to make do. I mean, this is very old fashioned, but I mean, you know, we got us here. So I don't know if there's anything I can help with whatever a system, whatever engineering repairs need to be done. That's not the problem. The problem we're really having is odd uh, is our computer systems. I uh, I don't know if you could take a look and see if there's anything that uh, either needs to be replaced anything that needs to be fixed. Uh, and if you have any advice on any engineering upgrades or easier paths to, or anything we can do to make this, I'm, I'm starting to not like, you'd have to go this big failure with the computers. I'm starting to not really be as big a fan of relying on this stuff. If there's anything we can do to make this more uh, tactile and user-friendly for me down here, uh, it might make things a little easier long-term. And uh, if you could, make the ai less overbearing that would also be great yeah so exactly can you make it so that we have no ai and we organic wholesome approach to space travel and also that the ai we have is less overbearing and also we have no money to pay you do all those <laughs> things can you do that well well now nobody said we didn't have money Buddy, what's the damage on this? He says, uh, well, if you go and talk to the station administrator, you may be able to make a deal. Great. Awesome. Start working on whatever you can. Let's go see if we could convince somebody that we're worth the trouble. Uh, Graucom stops up at his room and conceals his pistol. Okay. <laughs> Just in case, don't know this planet, don't know these people. I'm just having it ready to go. Just, so you, know. you all get off the ship and walk towards the administrator. Yeah. I want to brief section. aside with everyone as we're walking to the uh, the vessel, to the administrator. Uh, so it sounds like we're not all on the same page here. Graucom, what the hell are you talking about? We just had a single issue with some zeros and ones potentially on this computer and then found ourselves almost dead in those in space. And you would be dead if it weren't for my ability to just pull this stuff together. Do you really think we should be having no fail safes on this ship beyond what I yeah, can like, now, out of my hold like on, a hold computer? on. Like, we weren't almost dead. There was a lot of stuff we could do. First of all, the escape pods were working fine. That's and fair. secondly, that's fair. That's fair. 
I'm Secondly, saying- we had a lot of rations. We have independent. Oh no! To be fair, I was commu- going to waste all those rations. We have independent communications that we could make long-reaching. That we could have contacted help. It's. It wasn't the end of the world. All right. I still would prefer to have. Like if you if you go if you go on a boat a motorboat you usually keep a paddle with you in case the motor dies. What's the paddle for having a bad computer? That's what's what I'm asking is if there's anything we can do to make it more. I don't want to have to bend like a pretzel inside this ship with makeshift stuff in order to be able to get the ship to move. If we ever have a situation where we lose uh, primary functions again, that's all. That's all I'm asking. I'm just looking to see if there's anything we can do to make things easier. Right, right. You just sound like, I don't know, you've been mumbling but, a lot to yourself lately about your thorax. And yeah, well, just, I'm working I, I'm working through some stuff, and sure. I'm, I'm learning some things, that's all. And right. I'm, I'm, I have found, I found that, while distressing, kind of therapeutic to not just be throwing some wires together, pushing a couple of buttons and realizing that I can do something besides just relying on the little tech I know. I can actually do something physical with my hands to solve the problem. Uh, Other than killing people, we haven't been doing much of that. You are an engineer. There are a lot of mechanical solutions that require using your hands. Absolutely. And I'm saying that I'm I'm getting I'm getting more used to it. And so we have gotten to a point with I feel like we've gotten to a point, especially with a ship this advanced, that most of the work that I'm doing, even when I'm the even when I've been jerry-rigging most of our stuff, it's mainly been tying one wire to another. And that's to to get stuff to work. The doors to get those to work. I mean, the the most we've done, we made some I made some great outfits at one point, some armor, but other than that, most of the stuff has been very simple. And I'm actually getting some joy out of moving around some more move getting more physical with this with the the ship around me and if i can come up with some sort of easy to do system that allows me to work with my hands in the ship i don't see why that's a negative it's not i'm just we shouldn't do a whole overhaul or anything i just think i think having mechanical fail safes is a good idea but we should still have ai i don't disagree with that i i okay. at no point said to erase the ai i was saying i want to have i don't trust it to stick around it's not like have you had lots of success getting this ai to do what we want it to do since we've gotten sometimes it? <laughs> <laughs> all right we're here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't accusing Graucom of anything. I was trying to let you uh, vent, talk a little bit about your uh, hopes and dreams for, I guess, whatever Dune-like universe you're planning on creating. (laughs) I mean, as as the good book says, the ease and apathy developed from computer technology softens the carapace, and I'm just trying to keep it nice and strong. I'm sorry, what? That makes perfect sense. He, he heard him. He, he wants to stay strong. It's the prison uh, thing. Don't worry car- about it. Carapace? You don't have a carapace. You're a mammal. Hey, hey he it's can a, have whatever he wants to have. But first off, this is a, this is a wonderful space not future. true. 
And this is a wonderful space future. I'm pretty sure if I want a carapace, I can get one. But <laughs> although technically we did see you from getting a carapace but just a few episodes ago. It's this is it's it's a I'm I don't know, son. There's there are things called metaphors where it's not necessarily exactly that. I don't necessarily believe that I'm I have mandibles or a thorax or or carapace, but I can gain the I can make the the analogous parts of my connected to the analogous parts of my of my system right oh okay i yeah sure as is having a soft care soft carapace to these people i'm assuming is the opposite of like having calloused hands you know oh i guess sure yeah soft hands i don't know what you're talking about but i believe you yes i just okay we could, if you ever want to sit down and have a religious conversation sometime, I'll gladly walk you through the the brand new religion I discovered three days ago that I'm loving. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Yes. So Thank you're standing you. outside the administrator's office having this discussion. We're absolutely right now, by the way, Han Solo and Luke and them talking about the Force in episode in the in the New Hope, where like yeah. Luke finds out about the Force. Three days ago, and all of a sudden, he's like giving Han crap we about get not it. Knowing You've converted. Son <laughs> <Yeah>. is one hundred percent Han in this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. For the record, Son I was just trying up. to open up a conversation. <laughs> they got a lot more. What do you mean than I expected? Yeah, yeah no, you got a mild mandible now. I get it. Yeah, yeah. sure. What? <laughs> Just, just feel those good, warm thorax feelings as we get this this ship up and running. It'll feel great. All right, I give the old shaven haircut on the door, and wait to be called in. Okay, uh, the door opens, and inside is a uh, very small, very messy office. Uh, another one of those uh, tetsuations is in here, uh, sitting uh, behind the desk. Uh, Shuffling papers with his sort of blobby arms. Hey, my name's Stick. I'm captain of the White Elephant, and we're here to do you a favor. <laughs> he says, "Oh." <laughs> he says, "Good, good. I'm in need of a favor." Great. Let's pretend I don't know what it is, and you tell me. <laughs> he says, uh, "I've, I've." Got uh, some of my uh, staff are missing, and I need someone to go look for them. Oh, they were on right, a survey well. mission to a nearby planet. Oh, um, interesting. Well, we do have one of the most renowned trackers in all of Thule. Thule, Thule. Yeah, that was it. And I actually say it that way. Thule. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Not you, him. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about Fald, right? Yeah, that's the place. I thought it was a secret. Anyways, <laughs> we have one of the world's renowned trackers in all all of Thald, Thald and uh, yeah, we, we, we'd love to go find your missing slug buddies. Uh, but our ships I... are kind of in the craps, so we need it back up before we could do it. So your engineer said we should work on some sort of uh, arrangement. Uh, if you're willing to go look for them, 
then I am certainly willing to uh, waive any fees for your repairs. Sure. Look at let's my see crew. I'm like, yeah, uh, we're in. Yeah. That's kind of a bread and butter at this point. <laughs> we got people. We've stepped at a port. There's people to save. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I want to do a version. I want to play. I definitely want to run a version of Bulldogs that's about like Amazon delivery people. <laughs> but everything else is the same. <laughs> Freaky, like slug like people everywhere. Just mm-hmm. a bunch. All short people are aggressive. Just, <laughs> it's going to be great. Yes. Oh. Uh, he says, uh, we can certainly arrange for your, uh, your ship to be, uh, to be up to, up to snuff. We, I would want, I wouldn't want any disadvantages while you were doing a job job for me. All right. Yep. We, uh, we agree. We, uh, just give us all the details we can, you have on your people, where they went missing, how long they've been missing, what the hell they were doing specifically when they went missing and get to work on our ship, and we'll get to work on the plan to rescue a bunch of dear son of a always a hero. Throw my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So I'm picturing the tiny angry teddy bear just getting so yeah. so mad. <laughs> so he hands you the, some information about where they were headed, which was an uh, an unsurveyed world named Sengamma. Orbiting the stars called Sen Gamma, I should say. He says, uh, we were doing uh, mineral surveys. But uh, I've lost connect- contact with them uh, as of four days ago. I should have something by now. All right. Um, do you have any specific items that they may have? worn or something that they touched often that might help ah with the tracking yes and he can give you a personal item from one of the uh the missing crew great uh son will give it to (laughs) grokum yep and grokum will uh pocket it until the needed time we should come up with some good flavor text for what this personal item is later (laughs) oh well it is a select person's personal item it says world's best dad on it like we gotta come up with (laughs) galaxy's best dad it's i've or it's a heart locket that says i only have i for you (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) That's phenomenal. (laughs) Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks!
This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. 